The brothers of the rich man. Problem with the brothers of the rich man was that their real mother was their rich brother. They were trying to get the money of the guy, change the signature. They were there to claim the houses, and nobody wanted to think about where is our rich brother going. Faith has to do with zero sights. God wants us to believe and trust in Him without seeing it. If God tells you to give your life to Christ when you have seen hell in your eyes, you will give your life to Christ. Who does not see but believes? If you love somebody so much, the best gift you can give to the person is to make the person escape hell. Luke 16 20 to 31. And there was a certain man named Lazarus which was laid at his gates full of salt and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his salt. And it came to pass that the beggar died, that's Lazarus, and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died because nobody lives forever and was buried. And in hell, he, the rich man, lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his fingers. In water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in flames. But Abraham said, Son, wow, so it's not all the people that are sons that will go to heaven. Criteria to go to heaven is not in being sons. So. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime received thy good things and likewise Lazarus' evil things, but now he is comforted. Tell somebody there's a comfort awaiting you. And thou art tormented. Apart from all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf. Fix so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from hence. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. And he said, No. They have Moses, they have Evangelist Anika Napabio, they have Refiner City, they have Refiner City pastors, they have the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, no, my brothers know the year what? Father Abraham. But if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, 
if they hear not evangelist anekanakwabio Moses the home fellowship pastors the pastors preaching on radio neither will they be persuaded through anyone though anyone rose from the dead all right powerful scripture very known one i'll be preaching on what i call the brothers of the rich man be seated in god's presence the brothers of the rich man i want to discuss with us about this family there's a family that i've seen in this text the family is a very loving family they loves themselves so much have you ever seen a family that are so united everybody in the family help each other to grow yeah i've seen families like that i've seen families that there are no divisions among them if one wants to marry a wife and the brothers don't like it you don't marry if they tell you no 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 we don't like the girl you just return no matter the love you said you have for the girl no matter when you profess mates they don't marry I've seen people that are so united that they said just pray that our brothers accept you. I'm not the problem. You know I'm not the problem. Just pray that my brothers accept you. If they don't accept there's nothing I can do. This family was like that. This family of the rich man. And by the grace of God, God smiled on them. One of them became very very rich. Colors as at that time was not made like how colors are made now. How many of you have seen purple flowers before? Purple flowers. You've seen purple flowers. Have you seen purple flowers? Red flowers and purple flowers. Which one is more? Red. Green leaves and purple leaves. Which one is more? Green leaves. So, if I tell you now leave the church couple in the next 2 hours bring me purple leaf Will you be able to find it? It's so scarce. There are some leaves that some side is purple. Some side is green. When you cook it, it is another color entirely. Purple was one of the most scarce color to make. Purple was not like green color, blue, whatever whatever. It was so scarce to create. So, if they now create purple, they sell it, the price become very high. Can we go to demand and supply economics? Now when the quantity supplied is low, the price becomes what? High. So because of there weren't purple things. So the little one that was left was now given to the rich and the church. The clothes that they use in the decorations of the church were always like purple. That's to show that God is royalty. And so I wonder when you give 1000 naira to the supermarket and give 10 naira to God you are not even meeting up the judaistic standard because in the judaistic standard they give the most costly clothes for the decoration of the church and they wear the one that is not very very costly so it is until somebody is as rich as some of the rich men in my country that they can wear purple so then to know a rich man was not in their chain it was not on the cars they drive because there was no new model donkey you know there are rolls royce and mercedes and so on how you know a rich man is on the new model he drives 
You understand? The newest model he drives. I went to see a very great woman of God at Calabar. And they showed me one of her cars. And the car worth about 100 million. 100 million. And the car is so powerful. They say it's only two people that have it in the whole of my country. I come from Nigeria. That's my country. <laughs> so they said in the whole of my country, there's only two persons that owns that car. And the other woman that owns it was a senator and that she has a lower model. The woman has a lower model. So I was before the greatest model of the car in my country. About 100 million or whatever. So they said the day the car landed Lagos airports, that people gathered around and just salute the car because it was amazing. White. Very nice. So in my country, you can see somebody wear singlet. You understand? Wear singlet. But the car he drives make you understand that this guy is a rich guy. In my generation, you can have people wear singlet and the chain they wear, just the chain, they are bling bling. Tells you that they are rich. But those days, it wasn't like that. Donkey is donkey. No upgrade of donkey. No donkey 2000 model. Donkey is donkey. The highest they can rate a donkey is the one that nobody has sat on it before. But how do you know? How do you know that nobody has sat on this donkey before? <laughs> oh God. Wow. Is it amazing? So the people that are rich were known by the clothes they wear. If you can afford a purple clothes, then you are a rich man or a rich woman. So the Bible described the rich man because there are some rich men that are mentioned and they say this guy was a rich man, this guy was a rich man, but was not clothed purple. But when they say rich man who is clothed in purple, Charlie, you are talking about people that are on top of money. So when you say clothed in purple, the boxer of the man, purple, trouser, purple, the singlet, purple, the shade, purple, the apada, purple, the cap, purple, the handkerchief, purple, the shoe, purple. Very rich. When you see the man walking, you just know that this man is extremely rich. The Bible said he was clothed with purple, a symbol of royalty and godliness. Purple was a significant of somebody who is closer to God and closer to money. His gate was so nice that Lazarus preferred sitting by the gate than sitting in his house. How many of you live close to somebody whose house is very nice and you have been going there to snap pictures, snap picture, and you pass? You snap pictures on the place. You like the place for the pictures. You have never snapped picture in your house before. Facebook don't know your house. Facebook don't have a picture of your house. Better your neighbor's house. You have dated their glasses. And you don't know that every time you go there to look at the mirror, the people inside are watching you. They are watching. <laughs> so the gate of the rich man was just that. When we were growing up, we heard that the rich man had a house. And the Sunday school teacher then, I don't know why they didn't like to study the scripture because they told us that Lazarus was under the table and was eating the crumbs. But that's not what the Bible said. The Bible said it was at the gate desiring. He did not even have an opportunity to get inside the house. Not to talk of the rich man is on the table eating and you with your saw on the leg that is smelling. You are under the table. 
Who give you Dangote key? Where you go, go stay for under? He was not privileged at all. So the only privilege he has was that he can stay at the gates. And when they perceive that something is smelling, they now call the dog to go and check what is smelling outside. And when the dog goes outside, he finds out that what is smelling is from Lazarus' saw in the leg. So the dog will go and eat it. They send the dog to go over. And when the dog goes over, he should deal with the guy. And the problem was that Lazarus, didn't you see when the dog was coming for you to run? At least for your life. Since you can't stay anywhere else. But the truth is that the Bible has described why he could not run. Why he could not run that the Bible has described is that he was there desiring. Desiring. To eat the crumbs that is falling from the rich man's table. Which means, when there is a good flavor, he will just close his eyes and breathe deep. Oh. And just wish and desire that he's under the table. And he will open his mouth. And the dog will come and he's not knowing because he's desiring. He's lost in desire. Just like some men who will look at the woman and they are lost in desire. In their eyes, they have stripped the woman naked. The woman is on the bed already. When they're about to remove their clothes, somebody will say, what are you looking at? And they just check. They've been lost in desire. But there are many things to desire. Lazarus was desiring for food. And there is no how he can desire for food and leave the kingdom of God. What I'm saying is that there are desires you have that takes you away from the presence of God. And there are desires you have that they are just made desires. He never had a desire to steal. So since it was not a desire to steal, it was not bad. It was not a desire to sleep with a woman. So since it was not a desire to sleep with a woman, it was not bad. It was just a desire that is a harmless desire. A desire to eat from the crumbs of the table. So there are very many of our desires that are very, very evil. When a man is thinking about immorality, the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. So you are a product of your desires. I told you people that our desires, that is the thing you think in your heart, is very loud, as loud as your voice in heaven. So when God is writing the things you say, he will also write the things you desire too. Wrong desires come into your heart. Your work is to send it out of your heart. The problem is when you start regarding it. The Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, what does it mean to regard iniquity in your heart? To regard iniquity in your heart is to create a chair for iniquity to sit down. If I regard somebody, if you come to my house, I give him a chair to sit down. Regarding iniquity is that thoughts can fly into people's mind, but the problem is when you keep the thoughts and deliberates. Like the brothers were talking about somebody, maybe a lady singing and all of a sudden maybe the lady did not dress well and so on. You can see something that makes your thoughts to dive to something else. All you need to do is you have to rescue yourself from that thought and get back. But whenever you start deliberating on evil thoughts, then you have started becoming a man that is thinking of something. And when you start thinking of something, you become what you are thinking. So if you are thinking of stealing, you are a thief. If you are thinking of killing, you are a murderer. If you are thinking of fornicating, you are a fornicator. That's how God sees you. That's why Jesus was even explaining. He says, no, 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 no. Fornication is not just until you do it. When you have desired to sleep with a man, you have committed the sin already. 
Now, my whole problem wasn't about Lazarus because after some time, he was dead. And the Bible said, the moment he died, because we are talking about life after death spirits, he must have felt that God doesn't like me. God is not with me. But to tell him that God was really with him and God was very close to him, the moment he died, God knew when he died. The Bible said angels, angels are messengers of God. God's entourage picked up Lazarus immediately. The moment he died. They picked him up immediately. The Bible says when he died, the angels picked him. And few people that were picked by the angels when they died in the Bible, Moses was one of them. When they died, the Bible even said Moses was buried. The angels buried him. The angels conducted a burial for him. Walked around him, conducted a burial. An angel was the one preaching in his burial. And later on, the rich man died. And when the rich man died, they went to the other side. At the other side, since there is life after death, which is my primary concern, since there is life after death, they all had to leave again. People feel that this scripture that was said by God, that was said by Jesus, is a parable. No, it's not a parable. For every parable that you see in the Bible, the Bible says, and Jesus said a parable. Jesus said a parable. Jesus said a parable. Every parable in the Bible is regarded like that. Jesus said a parable. But when you see Jesus say some things and mention real names, why he did not want to mention the rich man's name? You know he is omnipresent. He is everywhere. He knows everything. This thing must have even happened before he was born. But he knows it. He has the clue of everything. You see, it's just like a pastor preaching. A pastor was talking to me and said that you tell their members that the members say that whenever he preaches, he mentions the names of the people. That the members are not happy. I should talk to the members. I said to the members, ah, ah, even Jesus, when he preaches, he does like me. Mention the names of the people. He was preaching and he mentioned Lazarus. And he could mention the name because everybody knows the name. But the other thing, bad thing. So whenever he preaches about a bad thing, about somebody, maybe in his congregation, he does not mention the name. He said, and a certain rich man. So it is you that will now laugh and make everybody know that you are the certain person. So when I preach and I mention a certain person and give the story, just act like you're enjoying the message. Your behavior can now make everybody feel, are you sure she's not the certain? Now, my problem is, because the Bible told us that Lazarus went to the bosom of Abraham. And the reason why he was at the bosom of Abraham was not because he was poor was because paradise was not prepared yet. Paradise had to be prepared after the death of Christ. So that was what they had to use to wash and prepare paradise for us. So there was nothing like... In fact, in my message, the first man in paradise, the first man in paradise became the thief on the cross. Yes, because when we talk about the thief on the cross, after that night, the Bible talks about Jesus going to the Hades and preaching to the saints. Because the saints who were saints were not saints by the blood of Jesus. They were saints by the blood of animals. And the blood of the animal could not save anybody. So they had to give them another preaching. If they accept not Jesus, then you are on your own. So, he was at the bosom of Abraham, which symbolizes heaven. When he was there, the Bible said, I want you to pay attention to this. I want to hit on important points and clues. The Bible said he was comforted. Do you know what comfort means? Comfort is different from sympathy. Sympathy is you lose somebody, or maybe you lose something, 
this uh, maybe your phone is broken. Now that phone is seventy thousand, hundred thousand phones fall down and it's broken. And by the time it falls down and it's broken, people come around and say, "Oh, sorry, yo, we yes say you are iPhone fifteen. Don't follow. Please accept my sympathy." People send you condolence. Please, so oh, <laughs> accept my condolence. We yes say you are iPhone. Oh, see you. Oh God, see what thing happened. We hear, even if it was your father that died, it wouldn't have been as bad as this one. This iPhone, we don't break so. Oh, my, accept my sympathy. iPhone 15 for this kind of Nigeria this time. Oh, my brother, accept my sympathy. All that is, <laughs> all that is sympathy. But you know what comfort means? One of my friends lost his phone, his infinite nice phone. And when he lost his phone, he went to the company the next morning. The company said, oh, we are sorry that you lost your phone. Please, um, we are calling people from iPhone office to bring five phones for you to choose one. Which one you like. So they brought it, about five. It was all iPhones. And the other man told him, so I take this one, it's too costly. When the man took it and checked the price, the price was far so high. The man said he was chatting on their first WhatsApp group. And people were talking and talking and talking. Somebody brought a conversation and said, when people want to collect your phone, so just give it out so for them, or don't drag the phone, or except waiting you hold, nah, they mentioned that iPhone that he was holding. The man said from that day was when he started placing value in what he has. That if call comes in some areas, before checking the call, he checked the area. <laughs> Alright, that's by the way. That still tells you about the brothers of the rich man. But the Bible said that he was comforted. He being comforted means that everything that the poor man lost because of Christ, he had it. Everything he lost because of Jesus, he had it. That is comfort. Comfort is not sympathy. God does not sympathize with people. God comforts. That's why he even sent the comforter. So everything he lost because of Christ, he comforted. And now, this is a greater comfort because the life the rich man lived was for a few days. We don't know whether the rich man lived for up 30 years or 80 years, rather. But you see, the life that he moved into, let me tell you something. From that time, the rich man was in hell. Up to now, he's still there. Do you understand what I'm saying? So now, it takes a wise man to deliberate on how many years am I going to choose because there are two sufferings. You have to choose either a short suffering or a long suffering. What I mean is this. There is a short pleasure and a long suffering. And there is a long enjoyment. Okay. Short pleasure. Long suffering. And there is short suffering. Long pleasure. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. Let me use school and set down an example. When Nigeria was Nigeria, we used to go to university for four years. I went mine five years. Yours is seven years. So, <laughs> school. Four years of suffering. Waking up early in the morning. Going to school very early and so on. I remember before I got into school, I stayed for a long time. When I got into the university, because I used to wake up by 10 o'clock in my father's house. When I had admission, I used to miss first and second lectures. Because the school starts by 8 o'clock. And sometimes I'll be in my house and feel that the lecturer will not be there. He's too early. He will not be there. It's too early. But I'll go there to meet the man going out. So, you see, it doesn't matter about what you think. When the standard is given by God, you have to lower yourself to meet up the standard. 
And the sufferings in school is just few years. That is four years. And somebody who is suffering for four years is working with the credentials he collects for close to 40 years. Am I talking to somebody? And so now, we have to choose between short years of suffering and larger years of enjoyment or short years of enjoyment and larger years of suffering. The same thing is with eternity. The rich man chose to have a few days of enjoyment without God and had a long years of suffering. <laughs> Even in the next 2,000 years, the rich man is still going to be in hello. Are you hearing what I'm saying? In the next 2,000 years from now, the rich man is still going to be in hell. There is nothing like, okay, let's go on vacation, let's go on vacation, let's go to swimming pool small and just swim and they say go back to hell. No, 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 no. It's consistent pain. Consistent pain. Hell is recorded in eternity. It is only in this world that we have time. Let me tell you why God created time. God created time so that you can use time and measure your days. Because our life as mortal has days. So God created time for us. He does not operate in time. He operates outside of time. So the rich man chose few days of enjoyment, had a long days of suffering. Lazarus chose few days of suffering and larger days of enjoyment. So if I want to tell you who the real rich man is now, it's not the man that is on purple. It's the man that was sitting at the gates. Now, my concern is that the rich man started begging for water. One drop of water. You know, the problem with the rich man is that he always looked for something temporary. When he was in the world, he wanted something temporary. Temporary life. Temporary enjoyment, temporary pulling of women, temporary this, temporary this, and all of that. Now, he's in hell. He's repeating the same mistake again. He is asking for a drop of water. How long will a drop of water help you? Even if we should offer you a drop of water. He's in hell making the same mistake he made. Most of us are like that. When we had the first problem, we ran to God for God to help us out of the first problem. And we told God, God, if you help us out of this problem, we will not get into trouble again. And the moment he takes us out of that trouble, we get into another problem and still repeat the same prayer, Lord. If you send me out of this problem, if you save me out of this bleeding, if you make me not to die from this abortion, I will give myself to you. But the moment he delivers you, you go back to the same thing. We are just like the rich man who goes back the same mistake all again and again and again. The rich man did this. I want you to give me a drop of water. A drop of water, just water to quench my thirst. Even if he was demanding for a wheelbarrow of water or a full drum or a jippy tank, the high tendency that was in hell, the fire that was burning in hell is such that water will turn into vapor by the time it passes through the atmosphere. Just being close to it, it will turn to vapor. So there is no way we can do that. And even if we want to do it, God had put a gutter between two of us so that if you want to come over here, you will not. If I want to come over there and help you, you will not. God had to put a gutter because some of our brothers will be in hell and you will long to help your brother in hell, but you cannot. See, anytime God wants to destroy the world, he had to create a gutter. I'm giving you this again. Anytime God wants to destroy the world, he has to create a gutter so that anybody who did not accept him will not have the opportunity to accept him again. Let me give you an example. Let me start the history from Genesis. In Genesis, God wanted to destroy the world 
he gave the people an opportunity to give their life to Christ. He told them, I want you to give your life to Christ. From so-so, from so-so day, I want you to give your life to Christ. Enter into the canoe. They refused. When God did everything, he told the guy, enter the canoe and locked it. That was his gutter. Locked it so that Noah, even if you hear the voice of your mother, you will not be able to open the door. I'm locking it with myself. This is what happened. God had to lock the gates before the rain falls. He did not lock it when the rain has started falling. The reason is because God wants us to believe and trust in him without seeing it. If God tells you to give your life to Christ, when you have seen hell in your eyes, you will give your life to Christ. But the Bible said, blessed is a man who does not see but believes. So if you have to follow God, you have to follow God based on faith, not by sight. Because the Bible said, without faith, no one can please God. So God don't want you to go to heaven without pleasing him. Do you know how to please God? How to please God is God. I have not seen heaven in my dream. I have not seen hellfire. But I believe that you are real. The same way I believe that I am alive. Which created me to be alive. I believe that life. I believe your words are true. I believe that there is hell. And based on that, my belief, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. God is pleased. But if one accident happened now, everybody died and you are the only one that is surviving and you believe God because of what you have seen. Though you are saved, but not pleased. Do you know the reason? Without faith, no one can please God. And what is faith? Faith has to do with zero sights. Zero sight. I've not seen it, but I believe it. Let's not go in doing everything. This is what the man said. Let's not try to do everything. Let's just say from now to 2020, let's achieve just maybe these few things. If we can say Nigeria before 2020 should be able to have electricity, good. Good education, good. Let's not try to do everything. And if any president come after me, let them not go to do new manifesto. Let them just make sure that from now to 2020, they have been able to achieve this. Let it not be my glory. Let it not be good luck Jonathan's glory. Let it not be anybody's glory. Let it just be that we, as Nigeria, has gotten this. Since rulership is too small, we have few days to rule. Everybody started talking and talking and talking and talking. and talking. They said, no, 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 no. You cannot tell us what to do. We have change. We need change. We do this and this. And now here we are. <laughs> so this is it. We have to understand something. People who make promises do not have the capacity to live enough to fulfill their promises. That's why we can doubt humans' promises. So the man made seven points agenda promise, but could not live to fulfill any of them. So he died. But you see God, all the promises he made, he is qualified and powerful to live enough to make his promises come to pass. That's what fear God. So now, the rich man, after he asked for the water, and there was no for the water to be given to him. He gave another prayer request. And this was a sensitive, a sensible prayer request than ever. He said to Father Abraham, I said, Father Abraham, please. I'm now concerned about my brothers. I'm concerned about my brothers. I want you to send people. Not just people because I don't trust any other person. This guy, he knows my brother's house. He knows my house. This guy. Lazarus knows our house. He knows our family house. Tell him to go to my brothers. This guy had a good heart. I'm telling you. 
The rich man had a good heart. But you know what? Having a good heart is not being born again. Having a good heart. When I was in secondary school, because there were some few boys that were bad boys in our hostel. They used to go out and come back by about 2 a.m. We don't know what they were going for. They used to come back by about 2 a.m. But one thing is that these guys didn't love themselves because when we are sleeping and by 2 a.m. they are coming back, we will see the one will pass through the window because they will hit the door. We will not open for them. They will now use the window and enter. When one uses the window and enter, instead of him to open the door for the other one, he will keep quiet for all of them to use the same window. And I said, these guys don't even like themselves. Sometimes we like that too. When there's no light in your area, you check around. If there's no light every other place, then there's no problem. But if there is no light in your house and there is light elsewhere, ah, uh, <laughs> that's it. If something happens to you, you want it to happen to another person for him to feel what you felt. But you see, the rich man, he was better than you. He said, well, since I'm already in hell, and there's nothing I can do to get out of hell. I'm now concerned about my brothers. I love them so much. If you love somebody so much, the best gift you can give to the person is to make the person escape hell. I love my brothers so much. They mean so much to us. We were too good together. We were needed together. I love them so much. All that I labored for in my life was for my brothers. You don't even know, maybe their parents died and left them. And they were just hustling by themselves until they make it. So every of them were to make their brothers to become somebody in life. So this concern now was, no, you can't give me water. But what about my brothers? I have five brothers. I need somebody to talk to them. Don't even preach the gospel. Don't open the Bible. Tell them the story. Tell them I'm in hell. Tell them I'm in hell. How I wish you can see. One of your brothers or your friends or your colleague that had died some days ago and was buried and you get to the burial and you give it a fitting burial. How I wish you can see the person. Let him describe how hell looks like. Because it looks like my preaching is not as authentic as the testimony. The man said, forget about the preachers. Let somebody just go. When he goes, tell him not to preach. Don't open the Bible. Just testify. Just testify. That's why I tell you that when you say you saw your grandmother in the dream and he was now telling you, uh, a remember, and uh, you know, go to this other this thing, that afang, where I plant my afang, dig the ground, you will see money, okay? Just uh, get the, this thing and check my diary, you will see some numbers, that's my Bitcoin number. So when you get it, recover my money. When you tell me things like that, I tell you it's not your grandmother. Uh-huh. And if you ask me who the person is, I'll tell you it's God. It's God in disguise. If I lost my mother, if I am to see my mother now, <laughs> the only thing my mother will tell me, I hope you are walking fine. This other side is a dangerous world. This side, a father does not use salvation and cuts to the son. And the father does not cut his salvation to the wife. The child does not cut his salvation to the father. This side, you are on your own. If you cannot stand before God, and present to him what he gave to you, your life. You will always end up in hell. This side is not like that side. This side you can use your brain and talk and pass through checkpoints of the policeman. But this side you can't pass through the checkpoints of God. This side the table is so high and you are just there. You can't even lie. 
is about to come. Lie is coming. Lie is coming. This side is a different side entirely. This side, they don't look at your height. They don't look at your size. The Bible says, I see the big and the small. Stand up before the judgment seat of God. This side, the Father can't help the brother. The brother can't help the son. This side, you're on your own. So the man said, I want to send somebody to go to the other side and talk to my brothers. I have five brothers. I need them to talk to him. Because now that the brothers of the rich man, now that I'm dead, my brothers are dragging my house. They are not even looking for anything. They are dragging my house. They are looking for who will take the other house. Who will take this other house. Who will take this other house. My brothers are dragging something that they will die and leave and come and be in this place. How I wish there's a pastor that can go and distract them from what they are doing. My brothers are looking for who to take my wife. Who will marry my wife. My brothers are looking for how to turn my wife out of the house. So that I can take all of the documents. My brothers are now trying to consult with the lawyer. For the lawyer to change the will. This is my concern now. Because this is the same thing I did. I let go and full of worldly pleasure. And now the worldly pleasures can't even fetch me one drop of water. The brothers of the rich man problem with the brothers of the rich man was that their role model was their rich brother. Have you ever had a family that maybe the third brother become the richest and everybody now submits to that one, loyal to that one and it now looks like that one is now the eldest brother. That was the same thing in this house. Their role model was the rich brother. Their role model. Say, how I wish you can tell them that I, their role model is in hell. (laughs) I was preaching somewhere. And I was talking and I was talking and I said that if Michael Jackson did not give his life to Christ at the days of his death, that he would be in hell. And somebody was wondering, why can Michael Jackson, such a popular person, be in hell? <laughs> when Michael Jackson was alive, there were three most outstanding names in the world. Three most popular names in the world. Three most popular names. Jesus, Michael Jackson, and Coca-Cola. Three most popular names in the world were Jesus at the time. Michael Jackson and Coca-Cola. Three most popular names in the world. So somebody is wanting, guy was too, too popular. This guy was the one who scored the goal that they won the Premier League for Chelsea. This guy. This guy was too much. This guy was the best of the guys. He was the greatest midfielder. He collected the man of the year award. This guy is my guy. This guy is my guy. This guy. I remember when Kobe Bryant died. Grammy Award that year. Everybody that collected the award were crying for him. Making tribute for him. It distorted the whole world. People were writing like the same way C. Ronaldo is the football. That's the same way Bryant is the basketball. He was so, so popular. Who cares? At the judgment throne of God. Popularity doesn't Jesus so. Are you more popular than Jesus? Can you be more popular than the one who existed before time? When you say in the beginning God created, before the beginning he was already there. It does not trip him. Whether you want Grammy, whether you want this, it doesn't trip him. That's why the highest thing that Illuminati can give to you is popularity. But Jesus will always give you eternal life. My brothers, my concern is my brothers, the rich man's brother. They were now into trying to 
get the money of the guy, change the signature. They were there to claim the houses and nobody wanted to think about where is our rich brother going to. Another problem was that they didn't listen to preachers. When Abraham was even saying that, don't worry, they have Moses, they have prophets, they have many other things, don't worry, let them listen to them. He said, no, 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 you don't know my brother. <laughs> my brothers don't even go to church, talk about listening to a pastor. How would they listen to an evangelist? They don't even have podcasts in their phone. They don't even, they don't listen to, these are not the things they do. If you said listen to the video, they will listen. If you said listen to Bonaboy, they will listen. If you said listen to Whiskey, they will listen. But they listen to preachers. My brothers don't listen to preachers. They don't. If you say listen to Naramali, if you said they will listen to Naramali, I can accept. But my brothers to listen to Moses. Now when Moses comes, he will tell you the commandments of God. He will not. No, 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 no. My brothers will listen. If it is, they will not listen. Please give me some names that I know. All the people I knew, they have all expired. They are market, no, they sell again. Eh? Two of Timaya, they will listen to Timaya. They will listen to who? Yes. He said, give it to these guys. Check their phones. They are listening. They are ready as I'm talking to you now. They are listening to Bonaboy. They are listening to Bonaboy now as I'm talking to you. In fact, as I'm talking to you now, they put Bonaboy on replay. If it is to listen to Bonaboy, no problem. If it is to listen to Shatawale, no problem. If it is to listen to every other person, no problem. But to listen to preachers, they don't. If message starts playing in their phones, they skip it. They skip it. They hate preachers. Whatever thing that gives them a rope and shield them to miss hell, they hate it. But whatever thing that makes them to make hell, that's what they listen to. They love women and they are very straightforward. They love women and they are straightforward. Anything that will make them go to hell, that's what they listen to. A grown-up man who's above 40, having more than five children, He's loving women and he's straightforward. And the wife is sitting there nodding head. My husband loves women and he's straightforward. The whole family need deliverance. Ah. But to listen to preachers. So he said, forget about my brothers. So the problem the rich man was now his brothers. I don't care if they carry my clothes. I don't care if they share their purple clothes within them. I want them to see what I'm going through. I want to be the only one in my family that is in this place. I don't want all my mother's effort to be in vain. I don't want all my father's effort to be in vain. Because people who are in the world think that befitting burial is the best thing. You know, some people feel that if they give their mother a befitting burial, then God will give him a befitting place to rest. Befitting burial. So we had to give him a befitting burial. Some of the person that you want to give a befitting burial, they are kicking the person, flogging the person in hell. And the songs you people sing on the burial day, he's not making things worse with these people. When you now say that they should remember their works. There's a song that says they should remember their works. Remember their works. Remember their works. And this guy used to talk. This guy used to uh, rape people. This guy used to kidnap. And they say remember their works. Remember and they are dancing. The more you say, remember, they go sit and say, okay. They are lashing you, person. So, I'm closing here. The rich man said, I'm bothered about my brothers. I'm bothered. Is there nobody that can go and preach to my brothers? I'm bothered. They all know Lazarus. So now, if Lazarus come back, because as at that time, when 
this guy went to the other side, he knows that coming back, you don't even need to enter the same flesh again. Though the body of Jesus must have decayed, but he knows that the other wall is so real that you don't even need that body to come back if you can just appear on the street. And they knew that this guy was dead. I was the one who designed the flyer of his burial. I was the one who did the coffin. I was the one who did the ground. I was the one. If a guy appears and says, yes, 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 I brought a message from you from your brother that died after me. After my burial on February, I think about June, your brother down died. After down, so he sent me a message to tell you that you should repent. Guys will take it serious. I want you to go. <laughs> and the man said, don't worry. If they don't obey the pastor, that is preaching at that church, that refiner city. If they don't listen to the pastor in refiner city, that is preaching. Or they don't listen to their home fellowship pastors, the pastors that come around to bring them to church. Let them forget it. If it is Lazarus, after what Lazarus has been through. Because I feel, as at that time, Lazarus is saying, please don't tell them to tell me to go. Tell them they should tell me not to go. I have finished my rest. I don't want to go back. The way Axel girls are this time around, please I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to miss this opportunity again. Don't say that. Tell them that I don't want to go. The way they say the girls are dressing this time, the way they say the girls are dressing, the way they say that they are it's not covering their body again, the way they say they are clothes are transparent, you will stand here and see a girl over here. And through the girl, you can see other things that are at the back. No, 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 no. Don't tell them. I'm not going. Please. This journey is once. I don't want to go there. And so the man said, okay. With the meeting I just have with Lazarus, if they cannot listen to the preachers, let them forget it. But do you know that when they were having the conversation, God was listening. And do you know when God was listening to the conversation between the rich man and uh, Abraham, in the last days, God started allowing people that have died to come back and tell people that hell is real. Just to prove that what Abraham said was true. That even if they come from the grave, they will not still repent. So I'm here. I'm sent by Abraham to all the brothers of the rich men, the sons of the rich men, the grandsons of the rich men. My father was telling me how rich my great-grandfather was. My great-grandfather was so rich. He used to have conversations with white people, interpret for them, interpret for those missionaries. So children of the rich men, great children of the rich men, brothers of the rich men, sisters of the rich men, Hell is too hot. Some of your relatives are already there. They are wishing one person who is in the other side can come back and tell him. And Abraham is telling them, no. I trust the preacher of Refiner City. He's going to tell them the truth. You listen to all this and still go to hell. Brothers of the rich man. Very, very eager. And the brother is saying in hell, don't follow my footsteps. See where my footsteps have landed me. Don't follow it. Don't follow it. Bow your heads, everybody. Here is my heart. If God open your eyes right now to see that your auntie that died, that your uncle that died, your father that you lost some years ago, your younger brother that died, your elder brother that died, that your friend, that your classmate that died. If God opens your eyes to see, I mean your co-friends who did not take God serious, who were not repenting, who were living their life the way they want to live, the ones that even taught you how to smoke, the one who taught you how to handle guns, 
if God should open your eyes to see how they are tormented in the flames, you will change your mind. I want you to close your eyes, everybody. I'm praying for you right now. Sometimes it's called guys to move around and want to revenge for the deed of their fellow cultists. Not even knowing that the guy that they want to revenge the dead is wishing they don't even do it again because the guy is tormented in flames. When Jesus was talking to us about the story of the rich man and Lazarus, he was telling us what happens in every home. As I'm talking to you, there's somebody's grandmother who's crying that the grandchildren will not come to this place. Somebody's father who's saying, God, don't let my relative come here. Somebody's son who's saying, God, don't let my mother come here. Don't let my father come here. The man said, I have five brothers. How do I make these five brothers not come here? Five brothers. Wherever you are, I want you to talk to God right now. Say, God, help me. Deliver me from hell. Help me. Don't let me take steps. Don't let me make decisions that will land me in hell. Help my decisions. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Wherever you are, I want you to take this time serious. Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. Don't let me take decisions that will end me in hell. Don't let me take decisions that will destroy my life. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Abraham said, they will not listen. <laughs> Even if we take, they will not listen. I don't know how many people I was talking to this morning. But if you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to raise your hand above your head. Wherever you are, this is a decision. Making time of your life. It's a decision making time of your life. It doesn't matter how deep you've gone. As far as you're not dead yet, Jesus can bring you back. It doesn't matter how far you've gone to sin. It doesn't matter how long you've been there. It doesn't matter how lost you have been to sin. If you can recognize Jesus now, he can bring you back. If you're here in the house or listening to us in any of our social medias, listening to the messages outside this room or wherever you are and you want to give your life to Jesus I just want you to take a step of faith and lift up your hand take that hand up I'm praying for you right now because I hear the Bible say that there's no repentance in the grave I pray you lift up your hands now because you cannot change your mind when you are dead or buried I pray that you change your mind now before the evil that is coming on the way consumes you I pray that you change your mind now before your life is over. The Bible said, let the living know that one day he shall die. Whether he lives for 120 years, whether he lives for 130, 150 years, 80 years, 50 years, 45, 25, one day he shall die. The Bible says that it's appointed unto a man once to die after that the judgment. Lift up your hand, let me pray for you. Father, I pray for the hands lifted up. I pray that right now that you come into the hearts of men. I pray, Lord Jesus, don't allow the enemy to blind their hearts. Don't allow the enemy to harden their hearts. 
Then allow your word to meet a stony heart. Jesus, let your word go inside. Let your word help that person out. Let your word help their decisions. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a heart that is hard-hearted, a heart that has been pierced with iron, a heart that have no conscience. Lord, I pray for such hearts right now. Let it be melted by the blood of Jesus. Let it be melted by the spirit of the Lord. In Jesus name we pray. Everybody lift up your hands everybody. Father, don't let us fall out of your faith. Don't let us lose the precious gifts you've given unto us. Don't let us be like the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Don't let us be like the children of Israel that were saved out of Egypt on their way to their promised land they fell off Lord Jesus help us guide our hearts not to fall and stumble in iniquity guide our hearts Lord Jesus don't let us love something that hates don't let us like what you dislike in Jesus precious name we pray amen put your hands together for Jesus if you have your hands oh can't you clap for Jesus